What's up, Billy's fans, and welcome back to yet another edition of the Standard Sports Talk Podcast, the only Hill Country Sports Podcast dedicated to Hill Country Sports, produced by the Fredericksburg Standard. I am Reed Graff, and for the first time ever, I set up three mics today. Normally, it's just been me and a coach, but this year, it's me, a coach, and a friend. We've got uh, head coach Chad Zinner of the Harper Longhorns looking for a big matchup this week, and joining us is the guy who's been covering them quite a bit this year, Sam Sutton. How's it going? Thanks for joining the show, and uh, for Harper fans that uh, don't know, if you picked up a copy of this week's paper, you would have seen Junior Wyatt Cottle holding a flag on the front page. Awesome photo. That photo was taken by yeah, Sam. Awesome. Thank you. And uh, so Sam has been doing uh, a lot of the Harper coverage when I can't be there myself, and so he's doing a great job, and I wanted to bring him on the show, because he know he's he's seen a lot more of the Longhorns than I have. So yeah. That was a funny photo. Um, everyone was coming out, and I was just like taking pictures of everyone with their flags, and I didn't even really think about the photo that I took. But then on Monday, when you were going through the photos, you saw that one. It and just was stuck like, out. Oh, my it gosh. And out. I was like, and I, yeah. you sent it in the messaging group. And I was like, oh, I guess I did take that. I sent it, I sent it to you. I texted it to Coach Zinner. I was like, yeah. you got to see this photo. <laughs> and, uh, it's a good photo of a good kid. It, and I find it funny. Wyatt has really been through the ringer <laughs> so far this year. From what I've seen, week one against the Hennis, man, he got walloped. But he came back in and recovered a fumble. And then the next week against – I forget who y'all played. Week seven out, Sam comes Sam comes back on Monday. He goes, man, that number two got laid out. I was like, man, why it can't catch a break? That's good stuff. Yeah. But, uh, Coach, you, you guys are 3-0 and doing something that hasn't been done in Harper. I believe it was since 2017, 2016. Yep. I was looking at it earlier this week. And, man, the vibes have to be good down here in Harper right now. Uh, yeah, they are. Um there's a there's a big talk of what's going on in Harper, um, and um, it's obviously because of our record. And whether that's um, uh, pressure or, or not, um, it's good. And so three and O is good. And we started the year off with get a W, get one and O, get two and O, get three and O. Um, and and now I'm kind of to the point where I think we're a good football team. I um, I think we'll keep improving, but we're we're kind of over the and O, the the four and O, five and O, six and O. Um, we all know that every any any level of sport, um, in any sport, in any level of football, going undefeated is rare. Mm-hmm. Um, unless you're going to win a national championship in college football and go undefeated, maybe you lose one, get in the playoff. Um, you look at the NFL records, etc. And then you look at who's in our two A region um, after making playoffs, which would be a good a good goal. Um, I hate to talk negative or down to our kids, but Let's face it, undefeated seasons are rare. And so um, adversity will come, and we, we talk about that, whether it's through injuries, which we'll, we'll get to here in a second, or or a loss. Um, we talk all the time. We try to talk more about life than just football and about how um, bad things happen in life. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, they will keep happening. And adversity is part of, of, of our life. And so – uh, if and when that first loss happens, I don't think it'll come against Rock Springs. Um, but we have to know how to handle that. And the season's not over and life's not over and, and we move forward. So we're in a, a happy-go-lucky state right now. We're 3-0. and Everything's great. Um, but it's my job as the head coach to, to keep steering the ship and know it's going to get bumpy. And I, I, can't, I can't get too big for my pants and think we're better than what we are because I know what we are. And I know the people on our schedule. So... We're going to enjoy it. Yes, uh, the record's great. The buzz is great. Um, but then when we hit a bump, we got we got to get back on track. But uh, to answer your question, yeah, there is um, 
there's a lot of tension coming our way, and I think it's because of the the kids' play. And, and absolutely, because <clears throat> talk about an opponent coming up this week. It it's funny because when you look at Rock Springs, they're not physically imposing. They don't have any superb, outstanding athletes, but they're three and zero. They've beat some good football teams, and they're coming in to throw a lot of weird stuff at you. I mean, you you were just showing us some tape just a second ago. Um, I remember there was a coach, I don't know exactly where he was, and there was a whole story that he wouldn't punt. And he, his philosophy was you get you gain nothing out of punting, and you wanted to try and get that yourself. And it seems like Coach Barry kind of buys into that down there. And in Rock Springs, they, they, they don't punt pretty much never. Uh, they onside kick it every time, and they run a very unique offense, you know, when as a coach when you're watching Tate what are your first reactions watching the Angoras play football um a lot of respect um you know you talk about a guy who is he is gonna be who he is and how he does it and his kids and his community and that's just the way um they're gonna play football and I could also see I mean I respect it I could see where that takes some stress out of his planning and, and his kids and this is what we do and we're not gonna go off it and Sometimes I watch too much film and I add too many wrinkles and and what we you know I'm chasing ghosts. We talk about an offensive end, defensive side of the ball. You're what if they do this? What if they do what? You know you can go on and on and on and on and on about and the argument in the coaching world as well. The last one with the marker wins. Um, you know my dad's a former coach and and so we get together and talk coaching and and scheme and he'll tell me says Chad eventually you got to find where your kids do good and do that over and over and over and over. And if you lack scheme somewhere, your effort and how well they know that one thing will, will, will trump it all. Because sometimes when you don't have success, you keep trying to find the, the next best thing or the next best answer. And, and I struggled that with that last year. We went two and nine, and I, I look back at film, I look back at play sheets, and I'm like, holy moly, for a 2A football team, we had like nine to 11 just running schemes that we had a block against multiple fronts, and that's too much. I, I did too much last year, and, and I've cut back a lot this year. Um, we have a talented group of kids, and, and the wins are coming. So, um, But back to Barry, that's why I respect him so much. That That is what they do. They're not going to change. If they win, they win. If they lose, they lose. It's, it, it's, his, it's his method. Um, it starts with them on offense. They run the, the flex bone, um, the triple option, if you will, that um, – You've seen Navy run for years, and and so they do it at a multiple sets, uh, multiple motions, with, whether orbit motion behind the back, and it starts off with dive, quarterback, and pitch. Um, and every time you see that, you got to have a responsibility with your kids who's taking dive, who's taking quarterback, who's taking pitch. Um, and so you've seen a lot of coaches through the years, they'll actually rep that offense or rep that drill with no football. Because you don't want the kids to be, you know, if you have dive and he fakes it to the dive, you tackle the guy whether there's the ball or not. Yeah. Because because if you don't, I mean, you're you're gonna get, you're gonna get, you know, you're gonna lose the next round. But yeah, dive quarterback pitch. And I heard an old coach say one time, who was a big believer in the option, and he was trying to press it on me. He said, Coach, only here's all you got to remember: read one, pitch off a two, and play the fight song. <laughs> <laughs> and um. And so, anyways, that that's what they do. And um, and on defense, they're they're a ten-one. Um, old Salina, I guess, uh, Coach Moore, way back in the '70s, made uh, the ten-one popular. They're uh, they're going to be nose and double threes with stand-up fives, and they're hot off the edge, and they're they're penetrating, getting getting depth in the backfield. They're not reading anything, and then um, they're press man on the outside. And 
Um, last year, Coach Barry came in to the coach's office here to, I don't remember, asking for water or ice or to unlock a dressing room. And I was giving him a hard time about his schemes. And um, I said, what do y'all do on defense? He said, Coach, we don't hardly work defense. That's about 10% of our practice. He said, we work all offense. We work our triple option and defense. We're going to line up like it's backyard football, and we're going to man you across the board, and that is what it is. And um, so, yeah, you see that when you play them. Their idea is we're going to get the ball. We're going to be two, three yards in a cloud of dust. Um, we're going to control it. We're going to keep it for six, seven minutes. They're going to limit our number of possessions. And then when they kick off to you, they're going to onside. And they're thinking if they get a third of them, I don't know, half of them, that's that many more possessions. Not only do they get, but that you don't get. And and for myself as a play caller, it it does get kind of scary that if they get the ball first and they go down and score and they have that advantage of time and, and all that, you're kind of trying to keep up and you might get four or five possessions in a football game. Mm-hmm. And if you don't convert on those four or five, um, you, you're kind of out of luck. And then on the after the score, they – they go for two every time, um, just to kind just of keep it going. <laughs> yeah, just to kind of rehash last year, and what we've talked about a lot with our kids about getting ahead early. Um, so weird. We scored four times, they scored four times. Final score was twenty six thirty two. We lost. Um, they went for it every time, got it every time. Uh, we struggled in the kicking game. We would try to kick one, shank it. We're better this year at that. Go for two, didn't. Um, and so that that's the the frustrating part. Um, that you tied by touchdowns, but that it doesn't matter. A loss is a loss, and they, they, they won it fair and square. So, you know, moving forward, I think we're a better football team than we were last year. And I, I don't know if I don't know if they're better or worse or the same, but um, I do like our chances, but going to Rock Springs is, is, is the biggest challenge of all of it. And you guys have kind of been spoiled getting to play at home. And Sam, Sam's gotten to see that, that home environment, you know. And I haven't gotten to see it yet. I'm going to come out for the JV games this, this afternoon. Cool, cool. I'll get a little piece of it. But, you know, from what you've seen, what have you been most impressed with the Longhorns just as a, as a reporter and observer? Well, I'm a runner, as you know. Yeah. And so conditioning. We had a lot of fun at the Jacob Krebs Invitational this awesome. weekend. Yeah. <laughs> and so conditioning for me is always something that I, I see first. And when we're talking about someone like Rock Springs, um, what I see is that, you know, they, they try to get the ball a lot. They try to score a lot. And that could wear down their players, yep. especially since you know, a lot of y'all's players play two-way. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, it seems that over the last uh, th- two games that I've covered, the conditioning isn't a problem for you guys. And like you said in the past, y'all, you know, y'all work on a lot of drills that ha- help with with conditioning. Right, right. Um, for a game like this, do y'all do you feel like y'all are prepared for, with with conditioning? Oh uh, yeah, I think we are. We had um, uh, Ricky Harper had some bad cramps last game, and mm-hmm. and you know, I'm not going to sugarcoat anything. I, I struggle with that as an athlete, and I, you know, maybe this sounds really rude on air, but that that's being selfish. I mean, you gotta, it's got to be Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. You got to be hydrating every day. I, you know, I look at it like, if I mean, there this sounds crazy, but I've lost 15 pounds of sweat. In, in a college practice and you know the next day they would weigh you and i don't remember if it was 80 percent, 90 percent. you would have to gain back like 12 pounds of the 15 if you wanted to practice um and so i don't think what a high school kid gets is if you lose seven pounds of fluid and you gain back five and the next day you lose five and you gain back four and over time you get depleted and then they wake up game day and they're like oh i'm gonna drink a bunch of water and i'll be good to go but 
you might be so far behind come game day yeah come game time um you're you're not there but um yeah you know I, I, overall i think we're we're in fairly decent shape for this time of the year um eventually the weather will get a little cooler um you know we might not see cold weather to the playoffs but it's not the dead heat of the summer um, but as far as conditioning that you know I, what i like going against rock springs there's no way they're they're the most athletic team we faced at all but again back to what i said what they do gives us so many issues because we don't see it very often i don't know if they're the maybe one of the only 10-1 type defenses in south texas this area um and then the flex bone you see here and here and there but um it, it's challenging to play that but to your point about being in shape and being physical I'm excited to play them because I think they will be the most physical team we played. Um, you just see it by the way they play. I know their head coach's demeanor, and it's a tough guy demeanor. Mm -hmm. And I'm I'm giving them a lot of respect. I'm not making fun of that at all. They're gonna they're gonna hit you in the mouth, and they're gonna play rough in the trenches. And so you know, to your point, conditioning and just mental toughness, physical toughness, uh, it's gonna be kind of an old school, dirty, two a dogfight in Rock Springs in their little community. So. Um, we we got to be able to match that. Oh, and, and one thing that I just thought of while you were talking about how physical it's going to be and, and that they're going to put a lot of guys in front of your offensive line mm -hmm. and try to get in their face, y'all run the ball really well this year. And, I mean, the offensive line play, as Sam featured this week, has been a strength. Do you think that y'all are still going to be able to lean on that when they're putting eight, nine guys in the box? Or do you believe y'all have the athletes to be able to make things happen in the passing game? Since they're going to go mano a mano, do you like your guy versus their guy? Yeah, um, we'll, we'll have to do both. Um, um, back to, to brag on the offensive line, uh, this week we, we talked about, I think Jack Helfrich had 100 and, 140, 100, 140, 170, I can't remember I think yards. it was 144. 144. 144, I believe is what it was. Um, and then Zane Schubert had 73, something like that, on 11 carries. Jack was on 20 carries. And um, uh, Coach Watley, one of my assistants, um, broke it down. I think it was six point three something like that yards per carry that's um, impressive for both of them yeah and, and jack just got more touches and got more carries um and so as we were discussing who is scout team player of the week we love to brag on our jv kids because they're they're the future and you got to love on on those little guys a uh, scout team player of the week offense and defense we we laminate them we post them in the locker room every week and it got to offensive and i think a coach or two mentioned jack or a receiver or, you know i'm like hey guys we're finally running the ball well this year when we didn't last year. And we just had two kids, both average 6.3 yards <laughs> per carry. Well, nothing against those two kids, but it sounds like – They're getting the, six yards. The of third guy could do it. I <laughs> yeah. mean, so it's got to be them. And and, and y'all know me. Y'all are sitting here looking at I'm, – I'm a big fellow myself, and I played offensive line. So um, those guys don't get the paper. They, 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 they don't get stats. They don't have – they don't have any of that. And so if we can in-house love on those guys, and, and it coming from me, I'm all about it. So uh, Coach Varnado, he's kind of our, our tech guy. I have many joking names with him. Uh, I do have a bone with Google him. Gary, uh, Tommy Tech. I we, do have a bone with Coach oh, yeah. Varnado. He misspelled tomorrow today uh -oh. in his graphic. Oh, and got to get him. Got, got to get him for that. But he does a great that. job. I love what he does. But <laughs> yes. I just had to pick on him. <laughs> yeah, he, he is. He's great at that stuff and in promoting our kids and – so when I had him make that, he put all five offensive linemen on that, on that graphic he did, um, and, and to brag on those kids. But, but yeah, um, th that offensive line is is getting so so much better, and 
um, we're gonna we're gonna run it on them, and they're gonna do things in the running in the running game that we'll have to check out of with our quarterbacks. Um, we'll get to injuries here in a minute. Both quarterbacks uh, will play, and they'll have to identify that it's if good it's to run hear. Or, if it's run or pass. And um, and then yeah, offensively it's it's high risk or excuse me, not offensively passing game. It's a high risk, high reward. Um, you know, last year I think we complete completed four verts or, or deep balls, if you will, on them. I think three of them were for touchdowns. I, and I also say all four of our touchdowns last year were, were out of the passing game. Wow. Um, so it's one of the things, if you can throw the deep ball accurate and you can beat man coverage and you can protect for that long, it might, it, it might end up in six. It might end up in a pick. It might end up in an interception. Um, slants are, are, are really good against them. If you can get you know, inside leverage and get underneath them and get the slant open, uh, but they're going to try to take that away, and that's kind of a dangerous throw as well. So um, we're not going to not throw the ball because they're in man. We have to find um, ways to run our man-beater concepts to get under and over them and, 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 and do both. I can't say what's going to work better. I won't know until we get in, get in the mix and, and start to feel them out. But, uh, yeah, we got we got to run and throw it. I don't really see which one being, being better this week. It is, it's cool to hear that you're still confident running the ball considering they're going to put, you know, what, what eight guys in the box on every play. and uh, It just goes to show how confident that you are in that offensive line and, and then the guys you've got coming out of the backfield. But you alluded to it. And, and anyone who watches Harper football and goes to the games noticed there was a, there was a certain number not on the field against uh, last week. And I, we've talked about him a lot on this show because he's a pivotal part for y'all, but uh, Braden Strickland did not play last week, de- dealing with a leg injury, and um, obviously he's a key part to both your offense and your defense. He plays safety on the defensive side, and he's the guy throwing the deep balls on the offensive side at quarterback. And then Bryson Lake did some things and had a good ru- had a good rushing attack. I know y'all struggled a little bit in the passing game last week with Braden not being in there, and that's to be expected. But mm-hmm, right. what's the injury situation look like, not only at quarterback, but just in general? How are you guys healthy going into this one? Where y'all at? Um, you know, yeah, uh, Braden, Braden had a leg injury that he's still kind of getting over. Um, I'll, I'll watch him. I'll, we'll play him, but it, it's my job to make sure we don't do anything, you know, stupid with him. Um, we got this game, we got, we got Menard next week, uh, with homecoming and then we have our open week and then we start district. So th- there is some time in there to be smart and heal and, and, and make sure we're ready for the district race. But, uh, um, he did not play, and I wasn't real confident in him playing this week. And, um, you know, I, I talked to him this weekend, and, Coach, I've been jogging on it. It feels good. I've been cutting. And I'm thinking, wow, I don't I, – really? And so I said, okay, well, we'll have you go full pad, pad up Monday, and uh, we'll tape you, and we'll see what you look like. But, you know, I can't guarantee you anything until I see you at least go through agilities and warm-up. And, shoot, he did it. He looked good. We – Went to our first water break. I talked to Coach Toch and Coach Lake, and what does he look like? Coach, he's looking good. Then we finally got to our team segment, team offense, because I uh, predominantly call the – or I call the offense, but I I coach the O-line. And so we're in all of our little individual position groups, and we came together for the team setting, and I got to see him take reps and run and pass. And I thought, shoot, well, you know, he looks good again. And there's a a little hitch in his giddy-up, but um, – Overall, I was kind of shocked. He says he feels good. And so uh, when we went team this week, every two plays, usually about 20 to 26 team reps we take after Indy. And I had him go each two, um, both our quarterbacks. 
And uh, Braden's the guy. Our whole team knows it. Uh, Bryson Lake, he's our defensive coordinator's son. He knows it. There's no hiding that. He broke the school record in passing yards last year. Um, but I have to make sure Bryson Lake is prepared. Mm -hmm. He's got to know the game plan. He's got to know all the details um, in case Braden goes in there and something doesn't really feel right and I decide to, to pull him out and keep him healthy. Um, that other quarterback has to – he's got to know what he needs to do. So we watched him all week. Um, we have another one. Walker Green is out with COVID-like symptoms. Um, he, he's had a great, great year. That one hurts because um, he's kind of your go-to receiver. Yeah, he, he's a big receiver threat, and he was a great safety. And we're probably also going to be smart with Braden on the defensive side of the ball. I don't know how much defense Braden will play. And Walker kind of walked into that role as maybe our future um, safety. And so he's out. He's frustrated. we got to fo follow protocol and procedure here in Harper and, and, and with everything that we're supposed to. And so he'll, he won't be with us. He will be here next week. Um, and so to get to two other uh, details, we're bringing up um, freshman. Uh, we're giving him, he's going to wear number five, David Garcia. Oh, wow. Um, super good athlete. Um, no doubt he is physically gifted enough to play varsity football. If you see him, uh, he's a good-looking kid. Um, but I just didn't really want to do it this soon. I wanted him to have some success on the JV. He's been doing great down there. He's the best player on the team, the leader of the team. Um, and I didn't want to, but it is what it is. It's 2A football, and, and Braden's you know, nursing a slight injury, and Walker's out with COVID, and you're like, well, who's the next best safety in the program? It's David Garcia. Um, what I like from David is he's got that young hunger. You know, I'm not saying all juniors and seniors lose that, but you kind of, if you play enough varsity football, you get to the point where, like, this is this is a little bit old news. I've been here. I've taken a lot of reps. But right now he's got that those bright eyes that he went home and told mom and dad, told his brother. His brother played at Tyvee years and years and years ago, and – and, and they're so proud of him. So I like that. I, I know a kid, if, if he is that excited and that honored to play varsity football, he's going to do everything we ask him to do. And, and if something goes wrong, I know it won't be through effort. I, I know that won't be through effort. So we're excited to see what he does at the safety position. And then um, nothing to hide to our opponents or fans or nothing. Um, for me personally, just kind of um, devastating, sickening news yesterday. Um, our Mike linebacker got got back from the doctor, had an appointment at eight, and his ACL's torn. Oh no! Um, yeah, it's a complete tear. Um, by far, our, our our best overall defensive player the last few years started as a freshman, sophomore. Uh, now he's a junior. He's taken already a million snaps as a young young kid, and and we were in practice, and he was on a a, a linebacker blip a blitz. I was standing behind the huddle and. Um, he went a gap and the runner went B gap and he planted on his left foot and slightly turned nothing unusual at all that mm -hmm. from the looks of it. And he went down on his back and grabbed his legs and, and grabbed his leg and he was actually laughing. Oh, that felt weird. Oh, you know, and that's typical Fred and boy, I was concerned. And, you know, he said the, the, the terrible words I heard it pop or I felt it pop. Um, but he's so strong. He is such a, short compacted kid by far the strongest one in our weight room um and i just thought well he's got a high pain tolerance he doesn't want to let anybody down he's kind of laughing it off but i, I was concerned yeah. so we hobbled on the next few days um good gosh after about a week and a half he could like do a half squat on air 
Um, he still lifts upper, upper body. He loves the weight room. Um, so, trainer saw him, recommended an MRI. Um, we were all, as coaches, hoping maybe it's a sprain, maybe it's meniscus, maybe. And so he had a, an MRI, I think that was, I don't know, last week sometime, and then got the results. And, yeah, that's a devastating blow. Uh, like I said earlier, my dad was a coach, and we talked about it before, and him and I both agree, probably by far the worst thing in, in our profession is, is kid injuries. Um, mm -hmm. I know they happen in every sport, but in football, it's such a short season, if you will. Mm -hmm. It's not basketball playing 20, 30 games, yeah. baseball 20, 30 games. You know, if you miss the playoff, you're guaranteed 10. Yeah. And, and uh, golly, I, I hate to just pick favorites, but I would say that kid, Fred Earhart, one of the favorite I've coached in my entire career. He's a got great parents, great kid, does everything you ask. He is the model athlete that you'd like to have in your program. And to see him have to go through it, I, you know, we joke here in this office that it hurts us more than it hurts him. <laughs> I mean, he's a kid. He's got friends. You know, he'll get through it. But I just hate to see that. Uh, just hear that word, season ending. Um, yeah. And going into baseball, missing a he's a baseball player in part of his baseball season, and and so uh, um, and the positive here goes the positive. Brody Doyle steps in. He's a I was going to ask you about him. Yeah, he, he's a senior, and he was actually backing up Fred, who was a junior, and um, had a chip on his shoulder. I don't blame him. You know, everybody knows Fred's our best linebacker, and you got to back him up, and you you have that chip. Like, well, now it's my turn. I'm going to prove. And uh, like the good Lord looking over us, he had eight tackles and five for a loss. And we honored him with the so defensive filled play in. of the game. Yeah. So um, that was good. That actually kind of gave me chills. <laughs> I, I like to see kids back against the wall and and maybe having some doubters and then produce. So um, Brody's a small guy, a little bit undersized, but he plugs away and fills gaps and he gets after it. And so, like anything, we're going to keep moving along. And it's the next guy up, and we're going to put 11 on the field, and we're going to play football. I, 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 you got me ready to run through a wall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sam, you got anything? Um, I think that pretty much covers it for me. Um, I'm glad that someone was able to step in for uh, for Fred. And, um, you know, as a guy who hurt his knee a couple of years ago. Yeah, me too. When I heard it, my first reaction was laughing, too. So really? I don't know what it is. It's some shock. Y'all are crazy. I was, like, devastated. <laughs> <laughs> I knew exactly what it was when it happened. Yeah. Anyway, but. prayers up for Fred. Yeah, I mean, luckily he's only a junior, so this isn't the last we'll hear of Fred, no Fred no Earhart. But mm -hmm. um, that is – And, Sam, thank you for the photo. My, uh, yeah. my, my mom, she's a big scrapbooker. Uh -huh. um, I have – she does them in, um, in three-inch, um, three-ring binders, clear – I mean, back when I was a kid, um, she's got report cards in there. Aww. She's got teacher's <laughs> notes in there. Um, she's got speeding tickets in there once I got my license. My, my mom has saved the good, the bad, the ugly, all of it. And uh, she's she went – when I played college football, she started saving them. My dad saves football programs from all of them. Um, and then I started coaching, and it's continuing. So um, at times I don't always see the paper but I know my mom's got, got cut-ups and articles and whatever, and, and I've gotten so many compliments and texts and emails about that photo. And front page of the standard, there's a picture of the um, – and, and it was. It was awesome. It's the way he's kind of holding his, his head and the, the, the kind of the color scheme in it. And um, so, yeah, you, you, you probably took a million pictures that, that night, but that one um, got a lot, a lot of comments on it. And um, 
I'm so proud that that the Harper is getting uh, recognized from uh, both of your guys' hard work. So I appreciate that. Yeah, we've had a lot of fun covering it, but we have. <laughs> and I think Sam, when I, when I the first week, so I, obviously I was there for y'all's Dennis game, and because mm-hmm. I I'm from Hondo, and y'all were playing Dennis, it's like heck yeah, I'm gonna go to that game. That'll be a lot of fun. And, but obviously my priority typically has to be Fred. Right. So, but no I doubt. still don't want that. I don't want that to mean that y'all don't get in the right, paper. Right. And so I was trying to see, man, I got, you know, they're playing at home tonight. And I was like, hey, Sam, you want to go? And Sam's eyes lit up. He's like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> and he was Good so deal. pumped every day. He's like, I can't wait to go to that game. I wish I could go to the Rock Springs game because I want to see Garcia play now. Yeah. I was like, you told me about him. I was like, yep. well, I want to see a freshman yep. play. Yeah, but uh, you can always go to, for just for future reference, Sam, when he's at the games, he won't be there this week, but he'll be there next week for the Menard game. Uh, he live tweets it on his on his Twitter at Sam Sutton. Uh, so if you want to follow along and you can't be at the game and it's not you can't find the radio broadcast or whatever, uh, you can go to his Twitter. He live he live live tweets the scores. It's uh, um, at Sam Sutton zero two zero five. He does a great job, uh, and then you can also also find find live score updates on our Facebook. But coach, thanks again for joining us. Thank you guys, appreciate it. Always a blast. This was the Standard Sports Talk. We'll be back next week.